from days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. Now make sure you say my name right. It's Latam. See, I talk about the things other people are scared to talk about, what they're afraid to say. When I walk into the building, you know what they whisper to each other? This is Robert Latow for BlackSportsOnline.com and you're listening to the Ugly Truth Podcast. Well, I don't tell you those pretty lies. I tell you the ugly truth about what's going on in the world of sports, entertainment, and viral news. I was shaded today, ladies and gentlemen. I was, I got hit with a sub, not a sub tweet, a sub Instagram. I'm really about being direct with people. Not really about the subtweeting and, uh, you know, indirect type of stuff. Just say what you got to say. We're all men and women here. So when I saw Drew Brees go on Instagram and speak on my headline as if I was the person that caused the problem, I got to say. I was a little offended. I was a little offended by that. For a couple of reasons. The first reason I was a little offended by that is because nothing that I said was untrue. <laughs> nothing at all. The facts are, Drew Brees did a PSA about bringing your Bible to school. That's in the headline. He did the PSA. For an organization, a religious organization that claims to be Christian, but have a long history, a very long history of being anti-gay, anti-lesbian, anti-transsexual, anti-any type of law that will stop discrimination. Long history of this. I'll put that in the title. That's true. They promote on their various websites and social media spaces that they try to convert young people who are gay, try to convert them back in ways that a lot of people consider malicious and bullying. They have been responsible for suicides from young gay people. Their founder implied that if you murdered a transsexual in the bathroom for using the bathroom, yeah, you were just sticking up for the honor of your wife. <laughs> These are all true statements, things that they've said. Drew Brees goes on Instagram and says that he doesn't, he needs to set the record straight. I hope this clears things up that I would be considered, you know, anti-gay, homophobic, believe in these things that I did the PSA on. Now, let me ask you a question. I'm black. Okay, so 
I'm pro-black. I support black causes. I support black people. I'm against racism. I'm against police brutality. I'm against anything that is against black people. If I did a back-to-school PSA for the KKK, what would you think? Would you think that's a little odd? Would you think it's a little weird? If I had dinner, lunch, went to Vegas with Jason Whitlock, think that would be a little strange? Think that would be a little odd? If I had I played golf with Donald Trump. Think that little be a little strange, a little odd. Might question my true motivations. Now, even if everything that I said before was true, now I'm against racism. I'm against police brutality. I'm against uh, any negativity towards black people. If I affiliate. <laughs> With individuals who do the opposite, you can see that's a bit of a contradiction. Correct? Now, let's say, hypothetically speaking, that I never knew Donald Trump. I was in a coma for five years, six years. The last time I heard of Donald Trump, he was on The Apprentice. And me and Donald Trump before then was cool. And I woke up six years later, and the first thing I did was I went and played golf with Donald Trump. Like, well, he's the president. We was cool back in the apprentice days. So I'm just going to, you know, play golf with the president. That's cool. That's my boy. And then let's say someone wrote an article and said, did you know? That the guy you're playing golf with called black people shitholes has got little kids in prison. Said there were good Nazis were good people. Now who should I be mad at at that point? Should I be mad at the person that informed me? Or should I say, man, I'm really glad that you informed me of this. I would have had no idea. Thank you very much. Drew Brees admits, claims, ignorance, that he had no idea who he was doing his PSA for. No clue. He just wanted to support Bring Your Bible to School Day. He didn't know about their past, didn't know about their founder, didn't know about anything, according to Drew Brees. Let's say that's true. Once again, if that is true, you knew nothing about this. You didn't know it was negative at all. Why would you be upset with the person that brought it to light? That person is saving you for being used as propaganda. Why would you want to be used as propaganda for something that you don't believe in? That's something that you don't support. Wouldn't you want to know that information? So it doesn't happen again. So you can condemn the organization. 
you would think that's where the person would be upset about. Unless you did know what was going on. And then someone bringing that to light probably pissed you off because now you have to lie. You have to address it. You have to distance yourself from maybe a company that's paying you a check, possibly. I'm just saying, I use common sense. Don't see the person, see the situation. If any athlete says one thing and then directly aligns themselves with an organization that does something different, then people should call that out as hypocritical. That's just what, that's good journalism. And I understand a lot of you are fans, so athletes can do no wrong in your mind. Well, that's why you're not journalists. Look, Drew Brees done a lot of good work. There's nothing wrong with that. You can acknowledge that. He's done a lot of good work, especially during Katrina. He helped that city a whole lot. Can't take that away from the man. But he also, you know, it's the head of a Ponzi scheme that takes advantage of poor people. He also, for whatever reason, said Colin Kaepernick was disrespecting the flag, even though we know that had nothing to do with Neil. So nobody's expecting the athletes to be perfect. Because none of us are perfect. We've all have done good things and probably done some bad things. Doesn't mean that we can't be held accountable. And sometimes media won't hold certain athletes accountable. That's where I come in. I have to hold them accountable because I know for sure if this was Lamar Jackson, that the narrative would have been different. Just Cam Newton, the narrative would have been different. Hell, even Russell Wilson, who's a very Christian guy, the narrative would have been different. The thing about Christianity, if we just being honest, is anybody can be a Christian. Being a Christian just means being a good person. Being a good person just means treating people with human decency, regardless of their sexual orientation, their color, and everything. And the thing is, somebody asked me, said, well, Rob, why do you care about you know, gay people? You're not gay. Why, is, why does it bother you so much? Because, i tell you why. Because these same type of attitudes on the discriminatory factor of gay people, the same thing they use for black people for slavery and the Jim Crow era and segregation. That's the Bible. The Bible says black people were not, you know, three, whatever, one quarter of a man. The Bible says there should be purity and all of that stuff. The Bible says a lot of things. And if you take it for the positive things, it can be a positive thing. But just like anything, you can twist it and make it into something not good. So, I don't have anything against Christians. I don't have anything against Christianity. I don't have anything against whatever your religion is. I have something against people that discriminate against other people for no reason at all. Someone said that, you know, why should a, if a Christian doesn't believe in homosexuality, why should a business owner have to serve them or bake them a cake. You know, you got those same-sex marriages, they want a cake, Christian cake company says, no cake for you. Why, why? 
Why should they have to do that? If you don't believe in it, why do you have to do it with it? Now, I want you to really think about this. Really, really think about this. Think about whatever your job is. Your job, whatever your job thinks. Whatever your job is, there are elements or people in that job that you don't like, that you don't agree with. Lifestyle, maybe you're racist. I don't know. There's a lot of different things. But you still have to do your job. There are racist people that probably own restaurants. But they want black people's money, so they just serve. We see that every day. It's your job. I deal with people in media I don't like all the time. I don't have to pretend, but I just do my job and go about my business. Somebody wants a freaking cake, spake cake. I don't understand how cakes have anything to do with gender. Like, if somebody's tall, short, white, black, gay, transsexual, it's just a cake. It's a freaking cake. Your job is to make cakes. <laughs> if somebody wants to eat and they have the money to pay for the food and they're not bothering anybody, who, who cares? <laughs> so, you're not, you, you know, you're not in the gay marriage. That's perfectly fine. That's your opinion. You're not in the trans, you know, you don't like the transsexuals or whatever. That's, that's, that's great. That's your opinion. You can feel however you want to feel. But if somebody walks in Applebee's and wants some wings and they happen to be transsexual and they're not bothering nobody, who cares? <laughs> Drew Brees, if you got something to say, say it with your chest. Don't hide behind Instagram. Don't be mad at me calling you out for something that you should have known. I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt because it's highly unlikely that you had no clue what these people were about. Because if you put in their name in Google, it comes up real quick. It's not hidden. It's very, very public how they feel about things. Don't get mad at me. Be mad at yourself. Thought you was just going to slide that right by. Nobody was going to notice. That's my job. As I always tell people, like, my job is not, your comfortability on whatever I'm writing about or whatever I'm talking about is not my concern. And the whole thing about, oh, people just, just clickbait and people just do it for hits. That sounds a lot like the president. It's fake news. Sounds like like the Trump. Very MAGA-ish. Let me tell you something, and I've told plenty of people this. Plenty of times. I've told you guys this plenty of times. Social justice doesn't make me any money. If I wanted to be richer, I would ignore anything that had to do with social justice and just talk about the Kardashians <laughs> and just talk about the drama and the IG models and the swimsuits and stuff. And Ashanti, J-Lo. If I wanted to make more money. Talking about social justice is not a, uh, a money maker. If anything, it can hurt your money. If you're too controversial, nobody will, will, will they'll try to get you up out of here. So to say something, to say I'm making a story where it's clear and it's factual that a, a religious organization is anti they don't want they want to discriminate against a, 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 a culture of people. To say that I'm clickbaiting that is quite hilarious. Quite hilarious. 
you know, if I said Drew Brees is having an affair with Nicki Minaj, you know, okay, I got it. there. You go. <laughs> that that'll give me more views, regardless if it's true or not. Talking about that, nobody, nobody clicked on that. It was a social topic. People were discussing it. Nobody was reading it. It wasn't fifty thousand views. It wasn't hundred thousand views. People were discussing it on social media because people like to d- discuss social topics on social media. But to make money, that's not the story. If I had a choice, you know, just to make money, and they say here are two stories. One is about Drew Brees. It lined up with the with the anti-gay religious movement and Drake helping Tristan Thompson try to get back Chloe Kardashian. Trust me, the Drake Tristan Chloe one is the one that's gonna pay the bills. So people say stupid stuff like that. They don't know what the hell that they're talking about. A B always beefing. What's going on with Antonio Brown? Let me tell you, I got some sources. Sources uh, with the Raiders. It's been a little rocky the entire time. I think I even mentioned that someone, a player, told me, it's like, hey, you know, we like AB when he's around. He brings a good energy. It's just he's, he's odd. He's weird. And he's here half the time, half not. But this is a Mike Mayock situation, not a John Gruden situation. John Gruden needs players. Uh, they were not very good. Last year, um, some of their trades, they got rid of their good players. They wanted to kind of start over. But you need good players to win in the NFL. And Antonio Brown is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Uh, John Gruden is willing to put up with pretty much everything as long as on Sunday uh, he gets out there and he does what he has to do. Uh, John Gruden is kind of old school like that. I, I call it the Jimmy Johnson rule. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, it's much different when Michael Irvin does something than some fourth string wide receiver. So Gruden was willing to put up with it. Mayock, who has a reputation of being a dick, uh, has not. And I get it. Like, you you know, you don't want someone just to be able to get away with everything. Then they just feel like they run the place. But Mayock has been, you know, he, he's very much letter of the law. You know, you don't practice, you get fine. You don't show up, you don't get fine. Test to your face, you're not doing this. Uh, so it's personality um, mesh. And yeah, AB was getting ready to beat his ass. That's true. I heard that before it, it even got to to the, the the NFL networks and all of that stuff. That AB has felt disrespected. And I'm going to tell you guys something. You might not like it. Look, I, you know, you can have your own opinion about it. I didn't want to bring this up on social media because I knew people wouldn't be able to have the proper conversation about it. But as black, I'm going to tell you how this side, I'm hearing how AB feels. As a black man, there are certain ways that you just don't like white people to talk to. Now, certain white people, because you have a certain amount of respect for them, and I'm talking about in the athletic field. It's okay. So if John Gruden curses people out or curses a player out, they, you know, they feel like Gruden really cares about what they're trying to do and he's yelling at them for a reason and everything. So they don't take it personally. It's not quite the same with Mayock. 
And Brown has felt some of the ways that Mayock has spoken to him um, are not respectful of a man-to-man relationship. It's more like a man-boy type of relationship. And when you're a grown man, especially a black man, sometimes that could rub people the wrong way. Mayock is very hands-on. A lot of GMs kind of stay away from that type of stuff. You rarely hear a player getting into it with a GM, maybe a coach, maybe another player, but not the GM. The GM normally makes his decisions and, and, and handles his business from the back office. Doesn't really get down and deep in that stuff. But Mayock is right there up in their faces. And A.B. felt disrespected. He felt disrespected about some of the things he said in the media. Uh, does it feel like uh, Mayock uh, really took his helmet thing seriously, his feet thing seriously, and it boiled over uh, with these fines? And I will say this, Mayock said some things, and Antonio Brown said some, some much stronger things um, that you could just kind of guess what it was. And he had to be held back from beating his ass. Now, Gruden doesn't want A.B. to go. Mayock wants it over right now. Wants don't want to give any pay him any money. Uh, so you got a bit of a tug of a war going on right now, um, because if they suspend them, like Gruden wants to win games, and one game without AB is probably a guaranteed loss. Four games, more losses, entire season thing. And then you got to think about this: if they do release them, and even if they get out under the thirty million dollars. I can tell you from from the people that I've spoken with, I said, well, listen, is is, is this a situation where Antonio Brown is, is going to be blackballed? And, you know, where he's not going to be able to find a team. And I was told that the situation is he's he's not young, but he's not old. And normally this stuff happens. You saw this happen with T.O. toward the end of his career. It became much harder for him to find teams when he was 34, 35, and, and so on and so forth. And Antonio Brown's 30. Uh, that's not an end of a career for a, a wide receiver. Running back may be a little different. So I've been told that there are teams that are monitoring the situation. There's always a team and a coach that feels like I can handle this guy. So I think he will still play. And the, the I guess the scary thing for the Raiders is you let this guy go, and he's one of the most talented wide receivers in the game. He goes to a team uh, like the Patriots or the Seahawks or the Texans or any of these teams that have or you know that have good quarterbacks, Cowboys, whatever it may be, and he balls out on a low contract because he knows he's running out of chance, and then the Raiders you know end up going two and fourteen. He doesn't have to pay the thirty million, but still, it's going to look bad. So right now, within the Raiders organization, there's a tug of war going on of exactly what to do. There are some people that think he's played his last down, but he may have played his last. Well, I guess he never played, but he's, he may not ever play for the Raiders. Uh, but I don't think he is done by any means in the NFL. And just remember, uh, when you're thinking in those terms. Yes, he's had a tiff. Yes, he's threatened to beat up Mayock. He doesn't come to practice sometimes. He talks crazy, gets into it with coaches, but he's not a criminal. He's not 
a rapist like Ben Roethlisberger. He's not a drug dealer. He doesn't beat his wife. He, like you know, there are, you know he doesn't beat his kids. Uh, there are bad bad people in the NFL. Uh, he more has an attitude issue, personality issue, um, not a criminal issue. So just when you're talking about you know not wanting to play again, just remember maybe who's the quarterback of your Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, follow me on Twitter at BSO, uh, Facebook, Black Sports Online. Thank you for attending the uh, Facebook uh, Live, uh, Instagram, BSO uh, TV, and, of course, the website, blacksportsonline.com. Enjoy uh, first game of the NFL season, even though nobody's talking about it. I'm out.